The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts. Who Knew and Review is a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact info, and subscription links, go to gncasts.com slash TARDIS. For other shows from the network, please visit gncasts.com. You can contact us by leaving a message at 805-328-3966. Record a voice message on our website or email me at TARDIS, that's T-A-R-D-I-S, at gncasts.com. If you're feeling a little bit cheeky, why not try asking for more Doctor Who at pot at gncasts.com. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Who Knew and Review, episode 59. Welcome. This is a Doctor Who News podcast on behalf of Galactic Netcasts. I say Doctor Who News, but, well, this week, we are very short on news. It seems, it seems April has been treating me like, like that. Still no companion news. Very little news, in fact, no news on writers and directors. What are we going to talk about? Well, fortunately, there have been a few stories, so maybe I should rename this to Who Stories and Review. But Wasa doesn't sound right. I like W Na. So there. Let's have a look and see if we can trawl our way through a few stories. Maybe one of these will perk your interest and lead you onto something groovy. A couple of these. They might even give you the feels. Oh, and starting off, we have a really nice article about the fourth Doctor by one half of the infinite monkey cage, Mr. Robin Ince. It features in Big Issue. If you're not familiar with Big Issue, Big Issue is a charity magazine in the UK. Their website is full of interviews and things like that. And this, we are lucky that Robin has put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard and created a very well written piece on what the fourth doctor means to Robin according to Mr Ince his doctor was a unifier of odd boys and girls the young eccentric with their face pushed in the mud was offered hope by this most peculiar and charismatic figure if you know anything about Robin Ince you will know he is an absolute nerd Um, As I say, one half of the Infinite Monkey Cage with Professor Brian Cox, a podcast I hardly recommend. I I read this and there is is a, a paragraph at the end of the article that if it doesn't give you the feels, if it doesn't help your eyes well up a little bit, then really... I don't know. I don't know what we're going to have to do. I've included a link on the show notes. Uh, it's a really nice article. Now, a few news outlets have picked up this one, where recent birthday boy David Tennant took part in a bit of, well, a bit of light cosplay, emulating a very Doctor pose. And the Doctor in question was another recent birthday boy, Mr. Peter Capaldi. Tennant 
donned a resplendent red velvet jacket and some sonic shades and threw what can only be described as the Capaldi pose, which I suppose is a throwback or a, uh, a homage to the Pertwee pose. Now, when Tennant wasn't clowning around for fans on his own, he was joined by his TARDIS replacement, Mr. Matt Smith, and the pair goofed around with fans. It looks like these two Brit- British stars showed the Wizard-, Wizard World New York City Convention what it is to give fan service. I've included a link on this from the Nerdist.com. Oh, but of course, the shenanigans didn't stop there, as when they uh, had to meet and greet, they met a young lady called Missy Skywalker. No, really, that's her name, Missy Skywalker, which ended in a proposal. And the pair of doctors look genuinely thrilled to be included in such a thing. Again, it's all about the feels this week. This is really nice. The genuine expression on the doctors' faces is an absolute picture. Really, really quite liked it. I wish I could go to the Wizard World Comic... Let me go to the Wizard World Convention. I just want to go to the Wizard World Convention. Of course, we're going to stick with David Tennant now because it has been revealed he had a very serious concern when he took over. And that concern was simply that, well, that he wouldn't get a series because it hadn't been greenlit. He would be forever known as the person who played the Doctor for 35 seconds. I mean, unfortunately, history tells us otherwise. That would have been a massive shame, wouldn't it? Massive, massive shame. And an even bigger shame would be 2009, because Stephen Moffat has revealed that the show was almost killed then when a certain Mr David Tennant left. BBC actually considered cancelling the whole series. Now, I'm pleased they didn't, as we wouldn't have had Rory Pond, Missy, or Oodles of River. Oh, I just want more news next week. We all want more news next week, yes? If we don't, then I'm going to do a little rundown of where are they now. I'm going to try and research as many of the actors that I can so we know what they're doing. Because I think when you're part of the Doctor Who family once, you're part of the Doctor Who family for all of time and space! Let's go to A to Z. Oh, and if any of the listeners are crafty with jingles and things like that, I'm looking for an A to Z jingle, okay? There is no prize, but there will be a little bit of kudos and a hearty thanks from me and the team. So this week's monster for A to Z, we're sticking with the bees, it's the Bannerman. Uh, the episode you may be familiar with is uh, Delta and the Bannerman. Now the planet of origin is never divulged. What technology do they have? Guns with various settings. After polluting the rivers and atmosphere of their own world, the Bannermen attacked Chimeria in an attempt to take it from the Chimerons, who were unaccustomed to war. 
they killed everyone except for Delta, the last Chimeron queen, who escaped with an egg. They followed her to Tollport G715, where she evaded them by boarding a Nostalgia Tours bus headed for Disneyland Earth, 1959. Gavrock put a price of 1 million units for information about the Queen. Now the Bannermen, they were so called because many of the shock troops wore red and black triangular banners, the insignia of the Empire, along with their black uniform jumpsuit, helmets or hats and red slit glasses. Gavrock believed that showing mercy was a sign of weakness. Now here's a little fun fact. When they were cheering for victory, bannermen would stick out their tongues and hiss. There we go. Thank you very much for listening. I'm sure I will be back next week. I'm sure next week we'll have some more news. Hey, if you've got a news item that you've seen, I record this on a Tuesday night. As long as you can email me, tardis at gncasts.com, before Tuesday, I'll include it in the show. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. If you like what you've just been listening to then please give us a five star rating and write a review on itunes or leave a comment on this episode on stitcher smart radio you can help galactic netcast pay for our web and audio hosting by supporting us on patreon go to patreon.com slash galactic netcasts and pledge as little as a dollar a month For $3, you'll get a newsletter once a month with extra stories related to all of our podcasts. $5 gets you an extra episode of each of our podcasts available exclusively to all our patrons. You can follow us on Twitter, join our Facebook group by searching Galactic Netcasts or clicking on the links on the website. Thank you. You have been listening to a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more about this show and others, go to GNCasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.